This is a key. Then we give all this information to those companies who can help their consumers to know how much behavior reduction they made. So this is a very simple technology. In today's Transformers, we have Professor Jean Li, director of the Center for Carbon Neutrality, part of the giant green inclusive network in China, and whose work focuses on consumer carbon emissions reduction across China. Welcome to our episode, Professor. Hi, hi, Sharon. It's my pleasure to be here. We are delighted to have you. Professor, your current work focuses on changing behavior and on making consumers more aware of the consequences of their footprint. How difficult is it to change behavior patterns on a scale and within the time that is required to achieve carbon reduction targets? Uh, as you know that in China, annually, uh, the carbon emission is about uh, 10 billion tons per year. So it's a huge amount. It is estimated that the uh, carbon emission from the energy industry covered about 47% of the total emission, but for, uh, 53% of annual Chinese carbon emission come from the producing processes on the consumption side. So it's very important to address this uh, consumer's behaviors and make their uh, consumer's behavior be more greener and low carbon behavior. Otherwise, you know, it's uh, very difficult to achieve China's uh, 3060 targets to uh, be carbon neutral. So I believe it's important part not only for industry side, but also for consumer side, carbon emission reduction. Changing behavior is among the most uh, complex things that we can do, especially if we are in a hurry. And we are in a hurry. We don't have more time to lose. How difficult is it and what tools do you use? Do you reward people for good behavior? Yeah, we do. Uh, as you know that uh, if everyone wants to on a big house with a very warm um, heating system in the winter, it's impossible for us to save energies across the world, I believe. But uh, if we can change our behavior, even if only take the public transportation every day to go to work, you can we can calculate how much amount of carbon emission every day for your daily life. Uh, Maybe it's a pretty small amount of that. But we have 1.4 billion people in China. We have more than 7 billion people across the world. If everyone makes small changes, and then it will be a big amount contributed to carbon emission every day. So I believe it's really critical because according to IPCC's report this year, um, well, each state announced their uh, national carbon emission target and action. They're only about 7% achieved. But compared to IPCC's estimation, we have to make a 40, more than 40% reduced carbon redu reduction. Then we can meet that Paris Agreement 1.5 degree targets. So we still have a lot of work need to be done. Absolutely. So let's take it very much down to earth. I'm a consumer. I want or I don't want to do good, but perhaps I am reward motivated. What do you give me if I behave properly? Other than the feeling good, you know, I feel good. I'm part of, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm a good guy. 
what else? How can your system help me feel that by doing this, it is also rewarding for me as a consumer? As you know, in China, uh, the online digital payment is very popular. And you can scan a code to rent a bicycle and ride your bicycle to work every day. And you can pay the bus ticket by a digital payment uh, by your cell phone every day. But those data are uh, split into different uh, APPs from different companies who own those uh, APPs. But uh, our daily behavioral uh, emission reduction, uh, we collected those data from different giant companies like Alibaba, Tencent, Meituan, but we calculated the behavioral carbon reduction amount for all these companies with our national-wide carbon emission reduction protocol. So we provide a service to those giant digital companies and calculate personal carbon emission amount for each individual. So we built a Data, uh, sorry, I, we built a data platform we called Green Inclusive uh, Cloud. And all these big companies' data collected with our calculated uh, carbon emission data, so we can show to everyone how much, um, how many amount of carbon emission from your daily behavior change made. To and everyone. this builds awareness. And People we, can see. Yeah, you can see it first. But do I get some points if I behave well? Yeah, we do. We provide what we call carbon credit, green carbon credit for your carbon emission reduction amount so that you can use this carbon credit to exchange some products provided by friend, uh, user-friendly, environmental-friendly companies like... Uh, uh, the safe water, uh, safe underground water uh, millet made beer. Use your green carbon credit. You can also exchange some other products like uh, vegetarian, uh, vegetable made, man made meat. We call it vegetable meat. So, whatever the rewards, the rewards have to be environmentally friendly and sustainable as well. That's that's really encouraging. But what I find like a great opportunity here, like we know in some countries in Africa, for example, digitization has really become mainstream. One of the most innovative features is something called M-Pesa in Kenya, for example, where even, you know, the farmers, uh, uh, regular people in the street, everywhere in slum areas, people have access to digital, to digital country uh, currency. Everybody's using M-Pesa to pay, to purchase, to buy, to exchange goods and services. To what extent are these technologies you're using digitization, you're using apps, big data, but there is an opportunity to be inclusive, there is an opportunity to take these technologies and build uh, capacity in developing least developed countries. Tell me more about that. Uh, Do you have an appetite for that? And how possible is it to join hands with other countries to take this forward? Sure, as you said that in Kenya or other African countries, digital payment, online payments are very become very popular now, but all this data was separated into different applications from different companies. Uh, the simple work we did is to try to use uh, uh, international standards to calculate the behavior change made uh, carbon emission reduction. This is a key. Then we give all this information to those companies who can help their consumers to know how much behavior reduction they made. So this is a very simple 
uh, technology way, but it uh, comes from the idea that you can collect those data, big data, from different companies, but make it available for general public, the personal, we call personal carbon account book we made that to have you to understand, wow, the daily cha behavior change can make uh, some difference. So I can get involved to combat the climate crisis by changing my behaviors. This is important to have people know. And with the reward, you can, uh, we can support people to exchange their carbon credit to, some, uh, to get some environment-friendly products. This is only first step we made. But if the carbon trade market become um, popular, uh, even China, we only have a carbon trade market for those uh, energy sector. But we hope we can trade carbon credit for from individuals' of behavior change and to um, uh, to make, uh, uh, for example, the voluntary carbon neutral for a company. They can purchase those carbon credits from the general public's uh, behavior carbon emission in future. This is possible. And the people who get involved and make their daily life more low carbon and make more carbon emission reduction by behavior change, they also can get not only the carbon credit, but maybe real money in future by carbon trade market. Popularizing carbon markets and taking them to the masses, removing them from the elite or, or, or the very specific smaller sections of markets and making them more the vernacular or what is available to the masses is quite ingenious, I think, because it's, it's a way of uh, involving everyone, making it simple, making it real and real and making carbon markets real markets for everybody and this is in itself quite an amazing undertaking yeah with that why we believe science and technology empowers carbon emission for all and that's the high technology and the big data uh, platform can support all of this happen in future and we just start to practice in China. And I think with the, the, this creation, uh, creative ideas and innovation with support of technology, we can uh, introduce this China experiences to other countries, including our African friends. This in itself, obviously, is something that is very much needed in order to help countries leap forward. And uh, I'll go back to the Kenya example. Kenya is a pioneer, a world pioneer when it comes to uh, digitization, especially in terms of uh, currencies. And if we can take this forward in terms of social change at this level, in terms of social responsibility, uh, this can be uh, quite profound. Now, let me go maybe finally uh, to back to impact. I want to know what are your overall emissions reductions target in terms of the actual outcome of the project? And perhaps marching in this direction, what is your biggest challenge? So, and, and how, are you overcoming these how are you overcoming these challenges? So, do you have a target? Can you say like within a year or two or three, this is how much we hope to achieve? And what do you need to overcome in order to achieve that? 
in, in, the, in the four months, we got 3 million people participate our personal carbon account book to reduce their daily behavior carbon emission campaign. And we got about uh, uh, 30,000 ton carbon emission reduction by their daily behavior change. So we have a smart target. So we hope that we can get uh, we can get 100 million people involved in the next two, three years. And every day, uh, they have their, their daily behavior change, carbon emission. And we estimated that in total, in one year, one person can reduce about uh, 10,000 tons of their uh, carbon, personal carbon emission reduction by changing their behaviors. So you can calculate how much amount we got this uh, 100 million people reduced in one year. So that's my small target. Well, Professor Jean-Li, thank you so much for joining us today. And I believe that by empowering the masses, empowering regular people to lead and to play the role in reducing reductions, perhaps we can get there and we hope to get there on time. Thank you, Sherry, and we, we're trying to do so. This has been another episode of the Transformers podcast, brought to you by the UN Science Policy Business Forum on the Environment and Partners. To keep up with recent uploads, events, and other updates, follow our Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages, all linked in the description. There is also a video version of this episode available on the official Transformers YouTube channel, also linked below. Thank you for listening. We look forward to seeing you again soon.